In the latest move to bring marijuana into the mainstream, Bloomberg News has learned that Coca-Cola is in talks with a Canadian marijuana producer for a drink infused with pot. Is Coke's move into marijuana the next big step into a legal market for weed? This is TikTok, and I'm Dave Myers. Joining me today with more on this is Craig Giamona, Bloomberg News reporter covering cannabis, food, beverage, and the grocery industries. Thanks for joining us, Craig. Thank you. So this is your BN Scoop. Let's jump right into it. What is Coca-Cola planning? Coca-Cola is basically acknowledging that they're looking at the cannabis market, specifically with an eye towards potentially using CBD in quote-unquote wellness drinks. So CBD, you know, maybe people mm-hmm. don't know, non-psychoactive ingredient that's found in marijuana. You can also get it from hemp. It's the substance that the FDA is looking at for a new class of drugs. It's the thing that, you know, people have used to help kids with seizures. So okay. a lot of medical benefits to CBD. It doesn't get you high in the traditional sense of, you know, smoking weed like we think of in the regular way. So we're not talking Coke weed. We're talking something else, something that maybe has actual healing potential. That's right. And first of all, we're not talking about Coke the brand. Period. So this okay. is Coca-Cola, the beverage company. You know, the, the backdrop here is that soda consumption is down. You know, people are trying to avoid sugary drinks, and sugar has really become a health boogeyman for you know Americans and people in in other Western countries. So Coke is looking for what's going to drive growth the next five, ten years. We just saw them invest a bunch of money in a coffee business, and what they're looking at here is a new class of drinks. It wouldn't be Coke infused with CBD. It would be some other brand that would have CBD in it for some you know wellness benefit. I mean, I could see it targeted at athletes. Mm-hmm. We're in a very interesting place with CBD right now. There's a lot of health benefit claims that are flying around about it. It's kind of a very trendy superfood type of ingredient. Yeah. But there is research and science that backs up that CBD can help you with various things. So let's jump into that growing industry. How big is it and how much money are we talking about? We're talking about a lot of money. So the big thing right now is that in a couple of weeks, on October 17th, marijuana will be legal federally in Canada for adult use. It's already legal mm-hmm. for medical purposes. So what's happening right now is, and you know, obviously we've seen it become legal in nine U.S. states, Washington, D.C., that's for recreational purposes, and uh, uh, dozens of states where it's legal medically. So what's happened in Canada is that because there's going to be a federal market, companies are basically getting comfortable with the idea of putting money up there as a way of you know, dipping their toe in the waters, mm-hmm. so to speak. Because in the U.S., the federal ban really is going to prevent big companies, banks, anybody that's big and institutional really isn't going to touch the marijuana market in the U.S. I mean, look, it's legal in California. California, I think, is like the sixth largest economy <laughs> in the world. But... You know, Coca-Cola at this point is not going to go into California because the IRS, the DEA, they still consider marijuana completely illegal. But we have, now we have Canada, country of 30 million people, that you're going to have a federal market. So now you're seeing all these companies get in there. The big one was Constellation Brands. You know, they distribute Modelo. It's a uh, okay. liquor, wine, beer company based in New York State. Recently, they put $3.8 billion into Canopy, Canopy, which is a Canadian uh, medical marijuana company. That, to me, was a big tipping point. That was a signal that big business is getting comfortable, and now you see Coca-Cola basically saying that they're studying it. And to do this, Coca-Cola is in talks with Aurora Cannabis, a right. Canadian company. Can you tell us a little more about Aurora? That's right. So there's a report out of BNN Bloomberg, You know, according to sources, people familiar, that Coca-Cola is having discussions with this company, Aurora, which again is another medical cannabis company up in Canada. Very similar to kind of what we saw from Constellation. You know, mm-hmm. They picked Canopy. So 
you know, the, the pot stocks, these cannabis industry stocks that are all listing up in Canada, they really have gone crazy the last couple of weeks, yeah. the last month, six weeks. Really, you're seeing a spike in valuation, again, because companies like Constellation are pouring money across the border because they don't want to miss out on this growth. You know, packaged food companies, beverage companies, they've faced a lot of struggles here in the last five years or so because consumers are changing how they think about health and wellness, what they, how they want to consume their calories. And you know, sugary sodas in particular really have struggled. And I think that they're, what they're looking at is, you know, is soda, soda's going to continue to fall. That's the mm -hmm. wide expectation. So this is Coke, I think, looking at how they're going to find some growth. And there are a lot of people saying that marijuana stocks are kind of like the next cryptocurrency. Why are people making that comparison? It does feel that way a little bit. I mean, the main reason why they're making that comparison is that right now, it's only legal in Canada. Mm -hmm. So these valuations have gone through the roof, and I think it's predicated on international exposure, right? So there's you talk to people in the industry, they're very optimistic kind of about the regulatory situation in the U.S. I mean, Canada has 30 million people, Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal. That's a nice market. It's a nice place. But the valuations of these pot stocks really are predicated on revenues south of the border in mm -hmm. the United States. And there's not going to be any cross-border business until we get some change federally. And that's a very, very difficult situation to handicap. You know, we've got a Republican in the White House. There's mm -hmm. no, you know, Washington, D.C. is pretty gridlocked in general. So there's no sign to me that you're going to get any kind of loosening of the federal ban. And that makes it very difficult to kind of do business in the United and States. And this could make then make this a bubble in a sense. You know, that's what some people are saying. Because the, the Canadian market in and of itself, I mean, there's a lot of potential there, recreational, medical, but if these companies are just going to have sales in Canada, hard to justify these valuations. So we're talking here about Coca-Cola, the company, you know, possibly using uh, something derived from marijuana. In the past, there's been a great urban legend about Coca-Cola that it used to, c to contain cocaine. That's right. Is there really any truth to that? I, you know... I'd have to check exactly. My understanding is that that is, that is true, right? That that was before it was banned. So a lot of people have been making that comparison that it's kind of coming full circle. I mean, to me, the funniest, not funny, but the most interesting piece about this is that we've gotten here because of how bad people think about sugar. You know, it's really, that's really why we're having this conversation is that soda has become this boogeyman. People don't want, you know, a can of Coke packed with all that sugar. Yeah. And that's why you have, I mean, that's a big part of the reason why you have Coke looking at CBD. So you cover pretty much anything that goes on the shelves at your local grocery store. Let's say a few years from now, it's legalized nationally in the U.S. What kind of uh, items are we going to see on the shelf that contain marijuana? You know, if it's legalized in the U.S., that's a complete game changer because now you're talking right now. It seems like beverages are the thing that people are looking at. So in Canada, it'll be legal October 17th. And I think it's another year until you're going to have products. So edibles and drinkable. Mm -hmm. It seems like the focus right now has been on beverages. You know, Molson Coors is interested. Heineken. There's a report out there about Diageo looking at it. So it's really started with the beverage guys. But if it goes legal in the United States, you know, I have to think that the packaged food guys are looking at this. I mean, the packaged food guys have been hit so hard by the changing taste. I mean, you could really see, you know, CBD deployed in a variety of things. And you could see, you know, THC and, and marijuana to get you high. I mean, could you have that in Rice Krispie treats? Could you have that in brownies? Could you have that in cookies? You know, we recently asked the CEO of Mondelez this. Mondelez makes Oreo, Chips Ahoy, and he said no. He's sort of said hard no. You know, we're a, a company that associates with families and our brands are enjoyed by kids. Mm -hmm. So they said they're staying away from it. But, 
you know, if it were to go legal in the U.S., the package food, I, I have to believe the package food guys are looking at it right now and that there would be products if it was yeah, legal I mean, in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, if it were to become illegal, uh, it would be hard for companies to turn their back on it. it it's a big There's market. There's a lot of money left on the table. It is. And if you look at what's happened in these states where it's legal, you know, alcohol consumption starts to go down. You know, there's a lot of people out there that, look, I mean, Depending on where you are in the United States, marijuana is available, right? People have gotten their hands on it for years. Yeah. It hasn't been that much of a struggle, especially in big cities. But there's a group of people that aren't going to break the law. They don't, and they don't want to break the law. But when the laws change in some of these states, you start to see people that you wouldn't expect that are saying, hey, you know, I'm trading out my two glasses of Chardonnay for <laughs> a little bit of a, a vape pen or something like that. I mean, that's happening in California, Colorado, and all those states. But we're not just talking food and beverages and stuff on the grocery shelves. There are items out there in the medical industry that, that are going to be used derived from marijuana to help people. That's right. And that's where you know CBD is a big piece of that. And I also think the medical piece has really played a big factor in changing perceptions about the, the drug. You know, I mean, you come from there's a generation that still remembers a reefer madness and, you know, Big parts of this government still consider, you know, marijuana is a Schedule One drug, right up there with kind of the worst of the worst with so-called hard drugs. So the the application of this stuff in for medical purposes, helping kids with seizures, that's been a big part of getting these laws passed in the U.S. And it's been a big part, I think, of changing the perceptions of opening people's eyes to, you know, look, there's some medical benefits here, and maybe we should at least be looking at this. For for years, the government wouldn't even touch the research because it was a Schedule One drug. Bloomberg News is Craig Giamona. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Make sure you follow Craig on Twitter. He's at SitgoWriter. That's the TikTok for today. Thanks for listening. And please head on over to iTunes and let us know what you think. I'm Dave Myers. You can follow me on Twitter at Dave F. Myers. And you can get all your updates on Twitter 24-7 at TikTok.